Okay, let's see if I can get all of these really fancy words right. An eccentric mortician recounts several macabre and phantasmagorical tales that he's encountered in his distinguished career. Also, America has a new president. And Mr. Trump, you're fucking fired. This week on Copulators Die First, we cover 2019's The Mortuary Collection. Start the theme music, darling. recording hello there nicholas <laughs> hello there ash how are you today on this fine sunday uh i mean i'm doing better than i have been in a while because we have a fucking new president and donald trump can go fuck off uh yeah welcome to an episode of copulators die first a mm. uh, little little judy meeting um we are on the cusp of a new era of presidency Correct. For everybody who's been, uh, you know, asleep at the wheel the last 48 hours. Which, if that's the case, I hope you didn't crash. But, um, yeah, Joe Biden was named the 46th president of the United States yesterday. Saturday, November 7th. 7th, yeah. Um, And he and Kamala made wonderful speeches that were respectable and inspiring and um you know just nothing like our current president um it was nice to have like a breath of fresh air yes i mean it was just nice to have a person that has their wits about them speaking on live television as a politician that will control the country and not you know crazy old grandpa that smells like cheese and and like not in a good way yeah not in a good way and just making up stories all the time everybody's (laughs) like oh that's just grandpa but like he probably really has dementia but nobody's gonna do anything about it because they're real racist yeah oh that's grandpa ha 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 um but you know uh i don't know about you in your area of the United States. But I went out yesterday just to run like a quick couple of errands. And I was like, all right, one of two things is going to happen. There's going to be like celebration slash rioting in the streets, or there's going to be nothing. Um, And the reason I even bring this up is because 
For those who have forgotten or don't know, I live in New York City. And in every other borough that's not Staten Island, like traffic was stopped, cars were all beeping. There was like literal celebrations in the streets because like we officially know that things in one way or another are going to turn around from this point with lots of hard work and just somebody who's not Trump in the White House. Um, Slash also we made history and we have the first black woman, black person, well, not black person, but woman and then black woman and then biracial woman, Indian woman in the fucking White House. And the fact that she has, any amount of experience with the law um, and the law of the land and, and how she wants to specifically concentrate on the justice system in America is extremely exciting um, for me. I could only imagine people who are actually affected by it because I'm lucky enough to have nobody in my family who has been incarcerated wrongly or otherwise, but regardless, um, so I went about my merry way. I, you know, put Sable in the car, hooked her up into her seatbelt. She like is chilling in the back seat with her dinosaur, like she always does. And we start cruising. And I made a playlist for the victory. It's like female forward, all tongue in cheek, like you know, fuck you, women are cool, bye bye bye, um, get out of here, nobody's supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, all that type of stuff. So I'm just right. like, you know, and I'm like, all right, it's, it, it was actually uncharacteristically quiet in our neighborhood. Um, and, and we live at the top of a hill where there's a roundabout at the top. So we have to go around the roundabout to get back to the bottom of the hill. So I'm going around the roundabout and there's a man parked in his car outside his house, screaming at the top of his lungs. I did vote. I swear I voted. I just, I didn't know who to vote for. So, you know, I didn't really vote for either of them. I voted independent and his wife is like screaming at him about how could you do this? Trump needed our support. And I was like, oh, oh no. okay, that's, that's interesting. not that's not how I thought, how I thought this conversation was going to go. But OK. So, like, so, so obviously I stopped my car and pulled over and pretended like I had to do something because I needed to hear this conversation, right? So, um, uh, yeah, and, and, and now I apologize for it. And the woman's like, apologize? What do you mean? So, like, number one, didn't realize that there were, like, Trump heads in our neighborhood because, quite honestly, we live on the north shore of Staten Island, which is one of the only completely you know, blue areas. Staten Island is notoriously very red, um, but there's a few blue patches and not like uh, police lives matter patches, but like, you know, Democrat, just, just, just to, you know, clear that up anyway. um, So this is a very queer area. It's a very like artsy area, but it's also a very immigrant heavy area. Like all of our neighbors are um, Indian, Pakistani, um, you know, uh, like African, wh- whatever, like delicious food. The restaurants around here are amazing. Uh, the ethnic cuisine is fantastic. Everybody is wonderful to each other because we live in this like small bubble of like harmony on the Island of Red. So anyway, <laughs> on the Island of Red, 
Yeah. So, so, so this, this is very surprising because like literally I walk my dog and like everybody has been like, you voted for Biden, right? You voted for Biden. And we're like, yep. And then like our dogs say hi to each other and we move on with our days. Um, and then, so anyway, continuation of this conversation, he goes, well, who did you vote for? We didn't even vote together. How do I know you voted for Trump? And I was like, um, what is happening? And then she goes, well, I didn't vote. I assumed I wouldn't need to. And then the guy blows up on her about how could she not vote? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I was like, oh, um, I believe, I believe when Alanis Morissette wrote the song Ironic, which, you know, proves that the song itself is ironic because I think she's saying is ironic. Um, this would, this would actually fit into her, her, her line of irony. Um, and, and that made me feel great. So I moved on with my day. And then obviously I called Arthur and told him the story and he was like, good Lord, but ha 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 ha. Um, so first things first, I needed to go to the, um, uh, post office and, and drop some stuff off. So, um, I do that. And on either side of the stairs are clumps of, um, white old men. Okay. Which again, uncharacteristic for Staten Island because our side of the Island is where a lot of the homeless people also live because they're not bothered here and they're near the ferry. So if they want to go to Manhattan, they can because it's for free. Um, and, you know, I'm walking slow. Like, I'm not concerned for my life. Like, I am a passing white male with a beard. So, like, I am unbeknownst to them, one of them, they think. Um, but, honey, we all know that's not true. So, anyway... Um, I'm trying to get in and out quick because Sable's in the car and like she has anxiety with everything. Um, and both of the both of them are having separate conversations about how they're they're so upset that number one, Trump didn't win. And I'm like, who are you? Where did you come from? Like, this is not your neighborhood. Why are you here? And then I realize. This one main uh, uh, post office is also, like, literally within the post office, like, next door, like, through one glass door, is one of the big, like, Navy military um, uh, sign-up places, whatever the word is. Yeah, 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 like, recruitment Recruitment. Center. That's the word, recruitment, yeah. Um, and they're all here because they were having a meeting about the election and then the news broke and then like their whole world's turned inside out. And now they're all lamenting about how they should have voted. They really thought Trump was just going to win. And again, I'm like, this is not real. This is not real life because all they wanted to tell us was how we didn't vote last time. And like, we should have voted and um, the, the country as a whole should have voted because we assumed that nobody would vote in somebody as crazy as Donald Trump, but we all know how that turned out. Um, but now they assumed that he would win, so they didn't vote. And I'm like, this is just like incredible universal justice and universal as in like spectral, like uh, otherworldly justice. Like I felt cleansed in a way that was so incredibly um, healing 
because like, number one, I'm sure just, I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday by text, but like the moment I knew that Biden had won, there was this sense of such relief that even if he wasn't the person we wanted, it Trump will not be there anymore and and that's more it, important than anything yeah. else and and you we'll know work on the details later but like... correct correct exactly but I was just like thank fucking god like hopefully my I mean at this point I am confident my our marriages will be safe you know um right. Our, our right to adopt if we want to will be safe um hopefully I'm assuming that this is also the case. Women's reproductive rights as well as health rights overall will be safe. Um, But again, this is not a political podcast, but it is inherently political because being queer in America is a political protest in itself. Um, We've said it once, we'll say it again. But anyway, so I'm just like, so all these dumb motherfuckers might be like, wah, 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 snowflakes, cry, cry, cry. Literally the day we went to vote, somebody had a giant Trump flag an American flag, a Blue Lives Matter flag, a Red Lives Matter flag, which, like, don't even get me started. What other country has, like, all these fucking different versions of their actual literal flag? They don't because they shouldn't. Um, But regardless, the other flag they had was Trump 2020, make liberals cry again. Oh, how lovely. And I was like, oh, oh, so now you're the ones who are crying? And, like, literally, people are like, I'm sorry, America. Like, what did we do? Um, you know, enjoy these last couple of months. We don't know if our children will be safe come January. It's like, bitch, what do you think's going to happen to your children? That they're going to have a-, a wider view of the world? That they're going to actually understand why everybody deserves respect and-, and you don't want that to happen because you're a racist piece of shit? No, 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 that's not how, no. So, right. I don't like, like, what uh, do you think that Joe Biden is going to put all the children into like trafficking or something? Like, I'm just confused. Like, if anything, your children will be safer now. Your payroll will be safer now. You'll hopefully be able to afford your life better now. And then, of course, when all of that happens, you'll keep quiet, shut up, and then probably how Arthur pointed out to me last night, say something about how Joe Biden is only riding the wave that Trump started. So this is actually Trump's doing. So they need to thank Trump. But that's not at all how this works because Donald Trump has done nothing but corroded this country and made it a disgusting bag of gooey, um, like, you know, like when you have a expired bag of like, salad greens that get gross and like moist and like jelly and disgusting yeah that's what america is right now and um joe biden and kamala harris are going to you know make us a stocked fridge full of fresh food again and like that's the first step right i mean obviously i was talking with arthur a little bit about um his plan for the economy and like student loan forgiveness and like under joe biden's plan all of Arthur's loans would be forgiven and it seems like a part of mine would be. And even just to have a part of my student loans, like my over a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt forgiven would make our life completely different. And so like, obviously I've been a hot mess the last 24 hours because I'm 
happy and laughing, happy and saying, fuck you, Trump, but then like happy crying and then like happy thankfulness crying and then just like flat out crying. It's like so many emotions. And at this point, a lot of crying in the last 24 hours like, yeah. across the board. Yeah. Um, but like all, like, I don't know if you watched SNL last night, but um, a part of the, oh good, there's like 10,000 car horns going on outside. That's great. Um, They're very excited. Uh, I, hopefully. Um, my Rudolph as Kamala was talking about how like, your mom is drunk your mom's going to dance, your mom's going to cry, and it's all because she's drunk, and she's drunk because she's happy. Just, like, let it go. And it's like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I'm just, the drunk part is not happening for me, but the rest of it is. Um, anyway, uh, how, how, how has your 24 hours been? Um, It's been a lot of the same. It was, okay, so, like, my landlord was here when we got the the national call to arms yeah. Will. And he was like, oh, thank God. And I thought to myself, oh, thank God you said that. Because, <laughs> and I was like, I even told him, I was like, it could have gone either way with you being in the house and that happening. Um, and he was like, I live in this neighborhood. And I was like, yeah, I know, but there's also rich people in that neighborhood. So regardless of it being a predominantly neighborhood of color, that doesn't mean anything. Like, right. Like, if we've learned anything from the last four years, we can never assume based on any factor of a person's life how they feel politically anymore. Um, you cannot trust thy neighbor. No, like for reals. Like, like there's for that reals, video for game, reals. like that video game about your neighbor and like yeah. how he hunts you down. Like that's how you have to start any conversation when you meet a new neighbor, and then you go from there. Um, Who did you vote for? Um, and then like it was a lot of uh, a lot of crying, a yeah. lot of hugging. A lot of um, wishing I could hug our friends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I live in a fucking red state. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, unfortunately, there was no celebrating in the streets for me. Yeah. Um, my, luckily, my county did vote blue. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, all yeah. the major counties where there are actual people. With civilization and um, some sort of like a semblance of intelligence here in Ohio, um, all voted blue. So it seems. Um, I'm shocked that the county where Kent State resides actually voted red, mm -hmm. which was shocking because, like, hi, you're like school children, but I'm sure, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I can't focus too much on it because it will literally give me a headache and bum me out. But I'm trying not to, like, let it bum me out because, like, this is an auspicious, like, time in our lives. Like, we'll never see this again, I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't think we'll see something like this again. Like, like what hopefully will happen now is that the next time we're, you know, voting for a president, people will remember what you know these four years have been like and what i can only assume is is these next four years how having somebody 
in the White House that has any semblance of uh, knowledge of the government um, or understanding of what it's like to be someone in the middle class or not white and male. Um, how, How much that improves everybody's lives and how much that they're probably going to do almost immediately to help with COVID. Not that they can cure it. Like, you know, they're not magic, but like just, you know, putting science back into the government. Um, That's important. Going climate back on, change. you know, yeah. going back to the Paris Accord, you know, oh like, feeling, God. I just like, I can't wait. It's only 68 more days until, yeah. until things. Yeah. But, yeah. but here's the thing, like, Joe Biden himself said it like this is where the real like the real real work starts like this is it it's kind of, I don't know it's very exciting it's very relieving time in history I was genuinely afraid for months months and months leading up to this election and like the last couple of weeks really came to a head and I'm so glad that people <clears throat> decided that caring about somebody else other than yourself made a difference this year, this time around. Yeah. And like, honestly, even if you selfishly voted for Biden just because you wanted the world to n- not be trash anymore, at least you realize that was the right choice. And I'm not saying that people aren't going to go back to like, quote unquote, voting Republican or whatever, because like, a lot of people still voted Republican and I'm sure a good chunk of the people who voted Republican didn't necessarily vote Trump, but voted Republican because they are traditionally Republican, AKA old people. I'm, I, I, it, I can't wrap my mind around the idea of like younger Republicans voting Republican for that candidate because that's what they felt was right. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, given what their worldview should be like based on how the world has been since they were born. Um, But everybody has a different life experience. Everybody gets exposed to different things. If somebody's parents keeps them, you know, out of the world, then okay, fine. But I guess my point is like, you know, there's there's still a lot of people who voted Republican because they voted Trump because they're fucking disgusting, vile creatures. And I don't care anymore about like giving them any kind of like benefit of the doubt or anything. Like if you voted for Trump again because you voted for Trump again, you're a piece of shit. Um, and we all have your number now. And they're the ones that are probably like scared that we're going to have like oh, everybody's going to be queer and, like, people can marry their, like, animals and and shit like that and, like, whatever the fuck they want to think. But um, hopefully in the next election, people will be voting Republican because they just agree more with whatever the Republican candidate wants to do. And it's not because they're voting for hate and they're voting to make America great again, a.k.a. make America white again because they're too scared of anything beyond themselves. Um, And the other thing that I was like thinking about last night when we were watching the CNN coverage of, of, of their speeches is like the majority of people out there were of color, but there was, you know, a smattering of everybody. Um, 
And we're really coming around to the corner where America eventually will be completely different landscape wise because all of these people who are older and want to blame us for all of the issues in the country when they, even if they don't want to admit it, know that it's their generations that caused all the issues, they, 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 they're naturally going to die out. I'm not saying that we shouldn't, you know, push for some type of euthanasia program. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, things are going to eventually change regardless. Um, and like, hopefully not 50 years less than that, but I feel like 50 is probably a good number to go with. We'll be able to look back on all this bullshit and have it just be a part of our history books, um, which will hopefully properly reflect American history by then. Um, but, you know, not holding my breath, unfortunately. Um, I mean, it might because it'll be our generation writing it. I hope so. There's just there's so many things that we learned in the last even just a like couple of years that we didn't know. Not because we didn't want to know, but because we weren't given the information. And um, yeah, it's just like, number one, I don't even how is this four years already? Like, I don't know. Like it went by so fast. I thank, thank goodness. God. Yeah, yeah, because like it was not a great four years, like for a lot of different reasons. But like, here we are. Yay. Um, and, uh, you know, make it gay, make it happy, make it gay, make it black, make it female. I'm all about it. I'm so glad the tide has changed and we are yes. now waking up to a revolution of sorts i mean oh yeah seeing people in the streets like to me as like a star wars nerd i was like this is it this is the fall of the empire like the rebellion is won. i really i mean like that that's how it feels and i feel like it's almost a little bit too good to be true right now but i feel like the next couple at least the first year of this coming presidency I'm probably going to be a blubbering hot mess all of the time because they're going to be, agree. They're going to be enacting things to put things right the way that they were before Trump ruined it all, before he pulled us out of important, uh, you know, initiatives, um, before he ruined our relationships with different countries and world powers. And we're going to see all of that being mended and I'm going to, I'm just going to be a fucking hot mess. I'm going to be crying all the fucking time. Like I want to cry right now, but I'm not going to. I also like had a really good cry thinking about like my 10 and a half year old niece seeing this in her lifetime. Yeah. Did you see Mindy Hailing's? um... No, I did not. I fell asleep. I I fell asleep last night pretty much like, like 12 o'clock. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, you were like, I can sleep now. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I haven't slept in, like, a week. And Liam was like, it's my birthday. You need to be awake. And I was like, bitch, I am so fucking tired. Like, oh, I I am so sorry, but I am exhausted. Egg- yeah. Exhausted. But, like, also happy birthday to your wife. But also. Yes, it is um, her birthday today. She is 27 again today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize she was one of those. Yeah. Oh, ageless, yeah. Those oh, ageless she's, age- she's ageless. Um, 
Yeah, but no, Mindy Kaling, I think it was a tweet. It was a tweet or Instagram, but it was a picture of Kamala Harris. And she goes, I'm I'm sitting here with my daughter right now crying because I'm telling her, look, she looks like us. Um. Oh, no. Oh, here it is. There it is. There she goes. Pause. Just going to pause for a second. <laughs> but like that was it was so powerful to see that. And like, I am not Mindy Kaling. I'm not a person of color, uh, you know. I'm I'm one of those motherfucking Mediterraneans who, you know, passes as white and wants to say they're American. But like, no, everybody's technically European because America is not a part of the world where like humanity originated. Um, it's where people came to. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, Native Americans were the people that were here. And, and, and you know, anyway, it was it was it was wonderful. Um, and, you know, during Kamala's speech, I was a fucking hot mess. Same dude. <sighs> but anyway, happy, ha- happy America. Happy America Day. Happy birthday to your wife. And, um, uh, you know, I guess we'll see what happens over the next four years. But the future is going to be hopefully what we want which is not necessarily a queer state but just a a queer friendly state a black friendly state a woman friendly state a, a a equal state for everybody and i'm not saying that if you were to go to canada or britain or anywhere else that all of this is necessarily worked out um because it's not um but hopefully these next four years will get us a lot closer to there. So, you know, um, a lot of people had said when, when Trump got first voted into office, it takes, you know, one step forward, three steps back for any type of real change to happen. And hopefully that was our three steps back. And now we're going to have our steps forward. Um, and, and, and we can stop living in this literal horror movie that we have been living in uh, bringing it back around Poor, to populators poorly, poorly directed yeah. zero zero out of five zero out of five pumpkins um who thought would, of this <laughs> uh very low budget terrible cats would not recommend the makeup artist was horrendous heinous <laughs> heinous no continuity no continuity at all who wrote the script like honestly it was, it was... i mean we flipped the script so <laughs> it's time um, it's time. Yeah. So um with so, that, shall we get on with it? <laughs> yeah, I think we could I think we could have like a conversation about this movie in a couple minutes and and, uh, and enjoy yeah. it. Um so this film this week, we actually watched one. Yeah, we did. Um The Mortuary Collection from Technically it was made in 2019, but it was released on Shutter in 2020. Oh, um, cool figure. So I don't know how many people actually saw this movie before this year because it wasn't really readily available, but um, it's a Shudder exclusive. I don't know if Shudder made it, though, because that was very vague. But, yeah, um, I wasn't sure if it was a... Ooh, excuse me. Ah, it's my lack of sleep from the entire week. It's um, fine. The world I- is finally... It's whatever. Um, we're We're paddling out of this dumpster fire. Yeah, um, like as as I say, whenever I don't know what to say, um, Shaka Khan. Uh, Shaka work. Khan. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So, um, 
mortuary collection. Um, it was good. I liked okay. it. Yeah, I mean, give me one moment. I need to figure out what my dog is doing. Sable Sue, what are you doing? She was in the living room by herself and it makes me nervous. Because she likes to bite everything. Anyway, Mortuary Collection. Um, so it's an anthology of tales. Oh, yeah, it was like four vignettes. Um, I feel like this has become more of a, a, a popular format um, in the last couple of years, you know, as usual, there's always a resurgence of things that happened in the 80s because we don't have any full uh, independent creative ideas anymore. But <clears throat> there's only been a few anthology movies in the last, like, five or so years that I really thought were great. Like, I really liked XX, which was that anthology of short tales all directed by different women. Oh, I have not seen that. I'll have to check oh. it out. That's a good one. Um, also pretty gory, but like not, you know, I, you know, not going to phase either of us. But right. just in case anybody's listening, it's pretty gory. Um, and like the VHS ones were like fine for the first one or so. And then it was like, ugh. Um, oh, wait, no, VHS is found footage. It's not anthology. Yeah, VHS I, is really good. My bad. But um this was like one of the better ones. Now I I liked it. I think you liked it as a whole better than than I did. Um but I didn't hate it at all. Like um it's definitely it's definitely something that you should watch if you are into especially like during the Halloweeny times cuz that's when we originally watched this and yeah. intended to do an episode on it, but you know, the world has been crazy and um we thought we were going to be coming on to have this um episode conversation as just like a nice light-hearted escape from what's going on right now but it don't matter anymore because biden won um also so many people are like we're gonna go fight philadelphia right now because philadelphia is who flipped pennsylvania to blue um no. Philadelphia no, is a scrappy motherfucker. Philadelphia is your uh, cousin that went to, like, uh, Lehigh University and uh-huh. just really does not give a fuck about anything and will fucking fight you at the dinner table. Yeah, like, Philadelphia is that girl your, you know, brother is dating or you're, like, maybe, like, your cousin is dating that like is is totally fine you have nothing against her but like there's something about her that like kind of scares you a little bit and then one day there's like uh a fight in a parking lot and she jumps in and somehow ruins everybody and you're like oh okay yeah i was right about her i'm gonna stay on her good side that's philadelphia nothing phases them Philadelphia, fuck around and find out. 
Yeah, that's there. Like, why is that not their official slogan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They mean it, though. That was, that, was, that was visionary. That was inspired. Um, um, it's, it's a new era in life. Yeah. Um, considered moving to Philly after all of this. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. We have a friend who lives in Philly now. She's, she's been there for a couple of years. So we've been there a couple of times. Yeah, I love Philly. I yeah. love Philly. I mean, I feel like we were trained to be scared of Philly when we were children living in New Jersey. But, like, when you're an adult, Philly is not as scary. I mean, like, there's bad parts of Philadelphia. Like, there's bad parts of New York. And there's bad parts of any larger city. Oh, of course. But, but like, no. Like, it's, it's a fun, vibrant, really good food scene city. And they have lots of, like, you know, farmer's markets and... Uh, craft sales and um, they do that thing which I always love because I'm the basicest of the bitches but I'm spooky as well where they like use um, uh, cemeteries to like do you know swap sales and things like that Um, but in a respectful way not in like a you know the ghosts are gonna come get you and it's an 80s horror movie kind of way but anyway uh, if you like the spookiness and you like the spook in the Halloween season, or you like the spook that makes you feel in the Halloweeny mood, the Mortuary Collection is definitely one to add to your collection, which should also include things like Trick or Treat and Hocus Pocus and just VHS. like those, yeah, and, and like Halloween, like all of the movies that give you literal Halloween vibes. Like this movie definitely has literal Halloween vibes. Um, and the acting is really good. Um, I just feel like for me, there was a couple of the stories that I was like, wait, what is happening? Like the first one, like the girl in the bathroom and she's trying to avoid this guy that's hitting on her at the party. Mm, yeah. And there's a monster in the, the, the mirror in the vanity. Yeah. I, and and she went in the garbage can and got a person's wallet or ID or something like that. And so it was like, oh, she's a spy and she's getting her ID. And then I was like, no, is she just being nosy? But like, why did somebody throw that in the garbage to begin with? Like, it's their wallet. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's an octopus monster in the mirror. I was very confused. Yeah, that one was not my favorite. Um. I totally, until you just said that, like, completely forgot it existed because I was really focused on the penis explosion. Oh, well, that's the best one. That's, that's definitely the, be- the best one. Hands down, the best one. I mean, number one, there's a penis explosion. It's very graphic. Um, it's what I would imagine a penis explosion to look like. I mean, I don't ever wish that on anybody, but it, it, like, the question that always comes up because like Arthur's always like I love babies and I want to be pregnant I'm like but where's it coming out from he's like I could have a c-section right it's like we don't have a womb like well you could put an artificial womb in me and I was like no Uh, but also like it, it was just funny because we've had this conversation before where it's like if the baby come out of the woman's vagina where you think it coming out of a man it'd be coming out to penis um and it was just like it was gloriously comically graphic. Like it was a moment of like 
um, like Sam Raimi Evil Dead type of shit. Yeah. Um, it was very like, like um, this woman <laughs> has had enough. Yeah. And women have had enough. Yeah. And um, it was very much like an homage to women having enough of being sexualized. And constantly, like, oh, uh, like, the butt of every man's joke about, like, female conquest. Yeah, because it was, like, it was, like, I thought you used protection. But then also, like, based on the fact that there were so many demon babies in that house, she knew that men are dicks and lie about using protection. Um, And so, like, ultimately... The the men whose penises exploded, which it seems like a lot of them, based on um, the number of demon babies and also missing uh, flyers, um, it, it's on them. You know, if, if you tell a girl that you're using a condom, you you should be using a condom for many different reasons. But like, also, do you want to have a demon baby explode from your penis? No, <laughs> no, um, you don't. And I felt really bad for the guy because mostly I had a crush on him because he was super cute. Um, but then, of course, Arthur ruined it because he looked the guy up and he's like 23. And I was like, no, that's mm, kind of weird. Um, but like, it's not fair. You know, like, it's not my fair that I have a weakness for beefy, muscly men that will probably never have any interest in me, mainly because they're heterosexuals. But that's not the point. Um, you know, or you ones that could bury your children. Right, but you shouldn't be 23. Like, why? That's fair. That's fair. Like, That's fair. be responsible about it. Be older than you are. Um, So, yeah. Loved that one. And that was the second one. Um, And then... What were the other ones besides the babysitter one? The babysitter one was, like, the the actual main one. I think, yeah. were there four or were there three? I feel like there might have been another one that I'm Maybe the of. actual, like, mortician guy talking to the babysitter made it four because then she was the new Yeah, and caretaker. that was, like, that was, that was the fun twist, you know? Um, let's, oh, oh, no, wait, the other one was the, um... The guy whose wife has some type oh, of disease. Oh, yeah. I didn't care for that one. That one freaked me out. It was weird. Um, that, that was a very serious theme of, like, would you do that if, um, would you, you know, kill your spouse? Yeah. Yeah, if they were in a situation such as that. Um, and while that's certainly uh, horror adjacent, it was like it got too serious, and I don't think that yeah. they re- like. I don't know if they. It was shot really well. Yeah, it was great. Um, but you know, and then like the bird face lady part, I was like, Ugh. but that was that was the cool physical effect. That was a great sculpt for whoever made it. It was really yeah. great. Um, and then like it was, like you know, obviously all these tales are supposed to be interwoven. But if you noticed when. The babysitter one, which is definitely the fourth one, um, started when when the, when the news went on TV. Um, the the guy that's supposed to be the husband that went crazy was like 
broken out of the place as well when the yeah. the baby the baby killer broke out and he was like waving hello in the background and I was like oh isn't that funny um right but then the, the main tale of all of this is this babysitter baby killer um and this one in particular was done very well because I was not expecting the twist what's a twist the twist where what was it so girl so she's like I came here not because I really wanted this job but because I wanted to see the boy one more time uh because like his death was my fault and we thought it was supposed to be like she's blaming herself but like right. no she like she like literally meant it that it was that it was, it was her fault it's her fault um and uh like i couldn't really tell if she wanted to see him again because like she's one of those serial killers that likes to keep trophies or if she just felt like she didn't get closure which right. is like the fuck you're a serial killer and you killed somebody the closure is that they're dead but i guess i'm not a serial killer so i wouldn't really know but anyway um that was super cool um but i felt really bad that the the guy got like his head bashed in 10 times and like all of that shit um and we're supposed to believe that like the the guy was the the serial killer because men are danger and um women are in danger from men and like so we would assume immediately that the guy is the bad and the girl is the good but then it turns out that the whole time the the guy was the babysitter just trying to protect the boy and this woman has like crazy psycho strength um and she's the killer and um are we meant to believe that she cooked the boy i believe so that's how i took it so she was pissed that she couldn't finish her dinner because um, she had to get into a extended physical fight with the babysitter boy. Um, like maybe she was pissed because she didn't get her dinner. You know, maybe she was really looking forward to it or something. Could be. Could be. Um, but anyway, so the the um, the man who works at the mortuary um, is all like. Oh, you did what? Oh, that cool. Oh, oh, so this whole time, like, you think you had, like, uh, tricked me and shit? And she's like, uh-huh, I guess, haha. And he's like, no, no, um, I have the magic powers. And so he, like, went into that library where he keeps all of the tales of how the people died that came to the mortuary, which are like, okay, you're a weird mortician, but whatever. Um, Very literally Tales from the Crypt TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I liked the little, like, cinder demon baby monster things. I thought those were really cool. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, Well done effects. Well done effects. I mean, overall, very well done effects. Some of them just is just like, what? Like, why is there an octopus monster living in your? vanity and what does it want and what was that lady doing there and like all the things but anyway um and then so the mortician's like you're trapped here now and 
I'm finally free because I've been trapped here by the power of this mortuary question mark. Um, and now she's the new mortician and she's trapped there forever with the little demon cinder babies, but also just like with that place. And, um, and then I thought it was fun how the guy finally like walked out into the sunlight cause he couldn't leave the building for so long. And then it's like, Oh no, wait, bitch, you've been here so long that you like so dead. Like you were being kept alive by this place. And now you are a dust pile. Um, Totally. Yeah, like, so there's like a whole bunch of stuff, right? Like, a whole bunch of things going on here. All of them fun. All of them, like, morbidly fun. Um, Very lighthearted. Lighthearted. But, like, also shit was going down. And, like, that can either work out really well or really not super well. And I think in some instances it did. And in some instances it didn't for this movie. Like, the exploding penis story totally worked. Um, It was a good 50-50, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. I would say so. I think the first tale just didn't make a lot of sense because it wasn't fully fleshed out. And then the morbid humor didn't really work well with the guy who decided to kill his wife because she had a degenerative disease. Did not work at all. Um, It was very uncomfortable. Hard to watch. Um, as you would say, um, and then and then you know the the babysitter story was good. Like that could have been a whole movie by itself. I think I would watch that. I would totally watch that movie. Um, and like I think it would be fun if they did another one because the screams series, you know. Right. Um, this would be a great premise for like a reboot of something along the lines of Tales of from the Crypt stuff like that um but i don't know if anybody wants that uh but i would watch it uh slash also have you heard about this uh hellraiser series that hbo picked up i did and i was upset i don't know how to feel about it my question is hbo is serious like like hbo is like serious cinema like, they do the serious shit that's always, like, well done because they have all the money. So, why did they choose to produce a series uh, about Pinhead? Like, I have no idea. I wish like, I had an answer. We've, we've talked about this before. I have a morbid curiosity slash uh, fandom for the Hellraiser series because they're so ridiculous um it's like a love hate watch situation sure but i don't even understand why hbo would want to do a hellraiser series um yeah that doesn't i'm i'm confused i'm confusia um so you know i I, so you know i i I will watch it let's be honest it's gonna i'm sure you would to be honest Uh, we, we have hbo max um you know, I'll when it's available, it will be on my television screen. But then we'll probably have the discussion about how I'm like, what is going on? You know. Um, anyway, mortuary collection, fun Very little good. yeah. Um, for this movie, what you give it 
out of five pumpkins? I would say like three and a half. Okay. That's fair. That's that's I think that's what I would give it as well. Like it's it's good. I don't know if I would watch this like again anytime soon. But I will watch it again. Like if I would, there's I would add it to my Halloween playlist. Yeah, like if it, it definitely Halloween playlist. Like it's definitely spooky vibes. Um but like I'd also consider watching it if it's like a part of the year where like I'm all out of horror otherwise and like I just want to watch something spooky. Totally. Um, yeah, and like also maybe I've watched Trick or Treat recently and I don't want to watch that again because like Anna Paquin blah. Um That's fair. That's fair. You know. Um but yeah, so definitely would recommend. Um I think we're basically on par with how it's been rated as well. Like everybody who's like liked it has like super liked it. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was rated super well though. I know that IMDb it has a, it has a 6.6 on IMDb. So that's pretty much where we're at. But Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 96%. Well, what does Rotten Tomatoes know about horror? Not 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 much, let's be honest. Uh, so whatever. Um and Google users, 87%. Because you know them Google users really love dem movies when they love dem movies. Oh, they do. Oh, I just... I. So not only is the guy from the Exploding Penis story only 23, he's also Australian. So it's just not fair. Because that's why he looks the way he do. Oh, it's true. Um, and you're just not allowed. So stop it. This is an official warning for a, uh, a Nick Jacob. Charles, um, PSA. Yeah. Don't, don't, you can't be that sexy at 23. Like grow Illegal. into Grow into yourself. Like, take some years to be awkward. You need them to appreciate the world. If you're just always pretty, um, you just you won't you won't have some necessary coping skills. You know, so stop it. Except you're Australian, so you're probably wonderful and generous with your time and very nice. Unless you're not, but I'm never gonna meet you, so it doesn't matter. And now this needs to stop because it's a a good note to end on. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So um, America is finally going to get a bath. Super excited. Um, Mortuary Tales, solid view. Um, This episode of Copulators Die First, couple of weeks in the making. Um, But just an FYI to everybody. Uh, life is hectic and um, the world is not going to change overnight, but we're trying to be fairer to ourselves. And in, 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 in discussing this, instead of like having these gaps of time, we figured we would make Copulators Die First a bi-weekly podcast so we can bring you two quality, super fun episodes, maybe a little bit longer. We'll see what happens every other week um and then we also don't have to beat ourselves up for not being able to record every week as well 
Um, and hopefully this new schedule will work for everyone. And maybe because it's a bi-weekly podcast, we can think of some new segments and stuff because we'll have more living time and breathing time between episodes. Um, and uh, yeah. Also, this Jacob guy that had the exploding penis was dating Zendaya. So like, whatever. That's, that's true. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your information. I'm sure. Um, You're right. And uh, if that, we'll uh, keep on creeping on and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Um, uh, female is the future. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. listening to copulators die first you can find us at copulatorsdiefirst.com on instagram at copulators die first pod and on twitter at cdf pod if you would please go comment rate and subscribe on your favorite listening application and please remember stay happy healthy and hydrated love your big gay uncles. <laughs>